wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! It may be because he's Swiss, I don't know, in terms of European style. I can take you to Suplex City tonight, bitch. Can you say the alphabet backwards? That is backwards. Not funny and nobody likes you. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's WrestleRant Radio. RJ, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? TLC on Sunday, my man. TLC on Sunday. The mics are freaking out on me here, but I think we're good. I think we're good. Five more days. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Woo! I've been ready all year long since it was announced. I don't know when. When were we talking about this? Like a year ago, I think. Yeah, it definitely was a year ago. It, it's been announced since at least January when we had that crazy-ass snowstorm. Yep. And we were like, we're going. We're going. We're going. We're going to the show. And we're there. SummerSlam, now TLC. Road to Brooklyn. No sleep till. Da dun. Dun 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 dun. Boston! Brooklyn, Brooklyn too. too. <laughs> Going to SummerSlam next two years. year. Got my tickets to NXT. Got, I got them for SummerSlam. Got them for Raw in 2016 and 2017. Got them for every single show for the next 10 years. That's in, great. The, in the Barclays Center. I'm there. Can't got, wait. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show. We got the whole cast and crew of WrestleRant Radio going on Sunday to TLC. Got a car of six people. Yep. RJ's driving to the train station. Yeah, I'm driving to the train station. We're going to be arriving at 545 or whatever it is. Yep. 545. Be, be at the arena right. right in time. Perfect. We'll be signing autographs for all you fans of WrestleRant Radio out there. Get the merch stands ready. Get the merch stands. We'll be selling my Eat Sleep WrestleRant Radio repeat shirts. Be there, people. Buy the shirts. Buy the merch, people. Buy one, get one free. No, I'm just kidding. The t-shirts will be coming soon at some point. <laughs> get the t-shirts. It's a Christmas Christmas holiday gift. Uh, but until then, we got TLC preview tonight. Michael Yoder could not make the show, but he might be here later. We'll have to wait and see. Might make a surprise return, a la Brock Lesnar, the night after WrestleMania 2012. Who knows? Might show up. Anything can happen. Anything can happen on WrestleMania Radio, people. A lot like Rhino returned last night. Love me some rhinoceros. Came He's back all right. He's all right. He's all right. I did call it in my article, though. You on NextHairWrestling.net. Um, cheap plug. Cheap plug. Artist two cents. Um, <laughs> I thought Rhino would come back. It was pretty, I don't know, it was pretty predictable, but he's already in NXT, so I thought that would be easy for them just to call him up for this one little fear that they do because probably after this, him and Dreamer will be going back to whatever they do, like the hardcore hell or whatever the hell Tommy Dreamer does. <laughs> Hardcore. House of Hardcore. House of Hardcore. That's what it is. That's, That's how we do it us. But, you know what? It's good for them to one off. It was either that. It was either him or Rob Van Dam. What's Sandman? <sighs> Enter Sandman. Would love to see the Sandman. Guy can't wrestle for poop. But he, <laughs> he's got <laughs> he a great swing a kendo though. stick. He can swing a kendo stick. That's for sure. Either. <laughs> what about Sebu? Sebu? Like hate Sebu. <laughs> like 100 years old. The homicidal, genocidal, suicidal. Death-defying. Death-defying. Sabu! Guy's got more scars than I even know. He's <laughs> like barbox scars all over his body. WWE Hall of Famer. Future WWE Hall of Famer. Easily. 
A lot like Tommy Dreamer, my boy. Tommy Dreamer will be. Definitely. Well, Definitely. when Rikishi gets in, anyone can get in. <laughs> Rikishi just lowered the bar for everyone. If every you win any title in WWE history, you should be entitled to the Hall of Fame. Now. If you had any notoriety whatsoever, you'd go into the Hall of Fame. I'm looking at you, D-Lo Brown. I'm you're looking going at to you, WWE Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea? He'll get in because he's a trainer. Is that, is that Sweet Tea? In the lingerie? I think I saw Sweet Tea on Breaking Ground last I night. I love Sweet Tea. It's a good episode last it night, too. a great episode. Very good episode of Breaking Ground. Not only that, too, I forgot to mention this. In watching that ECW-esque reunion last night on Raw with the Dudley Boys, Rhino, Tommy Dreamer, you know what it made me want to do? What? Watch ECW One Night Stand. 05 and 06. I thought you were going to say December to December. <laughs> worst show of all time. Like, we were talking about a couple couple weeks ago, worst pay-per-views ever. Like, that didn't happen within the time I've been a fan. That happened when you were a fan. Yeah. Like, in the time that you've been a fan. Awful. Terrible. Watch it on the network. Lowest buy rates of all time. Worst card of all time. It's absolutely awful. I think they the nine year anniversary. I think was like last week. I want to say. Did someone, they think like that was gonna be a big hit? Like I whoa. guess they just on every. Single, what do you think the main issue of what, what the show was? There were a lot of different issues with it. There were a lot of different factors that went into it being a complete bust. First and foremost, they had no matches announced for the card except for the Extreme Elimination Chamber. <clears throat> TLC on Sunday only had one match until, like, Monday, but that's a different stuff for a different time. So there was that issue. The card was awful. You watch the card back. It's like Tommy Dreamer versus, like, the Great Khali. Like, he was Falls on Mahoney's the show. on the show. Falls Mahoney. Miz and, and – Miz wasn't on the show. It was Falls Mahoney, Mike Knox, Kelly Kelly, like, some of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. The Chamber match Kevin was Thorne. terrible. Kevin Thorne was on there. Matt Stryker faced Balls Mahoney, I think it was. Terrible feud. That guy was a flash in the pan. You have to be successful in order to be flash in the pan. I don't think he had any success no. at all. He was just the pan. Who? Stryker? It was Matt Stryker. Sucked. Both on commentary and in the ring. He's a school teacher. It's not how hard you work. It's how smart you work. Oh, Freaking fool. <clears throat> so you had that. The chamber match wasn't good. Punk got taken out like the first 10 seconds. I think Sabu was supposed to be in it. He wasn't even in it at all because they took him out beforehand. Paul Heyman got so mad about that event being such a failure, he quit the company, left the company the next day. That's how big of a failure that show was. Got a screaming match with Vince on his private jet and then quit the WWE the next day and for like the next six years. That whole show, like we have these what you should be watching on the network seg segments every single week here on the show. Do not watch December to Dismember on the network. Terrible paper. Who won the chamber? Lashley, right? Booby Lashley. Didn't who does Paul Heyman want to win? He initially he wanted CM Punk, but at the same time, if Punk, e even if he wasn't going to win, he wanted him to be booked strongly because Big Show was leaving anyway. So he was going to have him beat Big Show. I think maybe within the first like two minutes or so by tapping him out to the Anaconda kind of Vice. Advice. But out of spite from Vince, they had Punk taken out almost like immediately, like he was gone. They had him taken out by like freaking test or something it was also in that match was which was, who was awful by the way he's very agile but is the longer that test was with the company in my personal opinion the worse he got the worse he got yeah he was like i watch his matches with taker like he had he had a couple good matches with like triple h but you see his matches with taker who else did he face in that time bobby lashley in 07 i honestly couldn't even tell you like was he around Scott in like Steiner? 05 <laughs> Scott, Scott Steiner. Steiner, one of the worst matches I've ever seen over the uh, custody, custody over uh, Valet of Stacy Keebler. Not a good feud at all. No. Wow, love me some Scott Steiner though. Holler if you hear me. Da -da -da -da. Oh, the sirens awful. go off. Love me some Big Papa. Pump. Let's talk about some Raw. 
let's talk about some raw. We're, we're some done raw. with December to this member. We're, we're off the negative, onto the more negative. <laughs> <laughs> some TLC predictions right afterwards. That's so. positive, at least. That's positive. That is definitely positive. Did you know? Five more days? I can't wait. Cinco mas de dias. Dias. Is it di- yeah, dias. Cinco mas dias. I don't know Spanish, though. I don't know Spanish. Cierro miedo. Cierro miedo. Vampiro, I am your master. Love Lucha Underground. Can't wait for it to come back. So getting into Raw, we had a great opening segment last night. I thought it was really, really good. First and foremost, cheap plug. Got to throw this in there. Not even, doesn't flow within the conversation. 2015 WWE NXT Year in Review Awards. Only on nextearwrestling.net. Go to Week in Review, the drop-down menu to Year in Review Awards. The polls are open until Tuesday, December 29th. RJ, you voted, right? Twice, I reckon. Ooh, so RJ voted. He got his votes in. You should, too. Only on nextairwrestling.net. So the opening segment, like I said, great way of opening the show. I thought the show on the whole, yeah, it wasn't good. No. But the first hour, like you said, was hot. The hot, the first hour is good. It was very good. League of Nations opened the show. It was like, eh. Then you, and then you had the line of the night, or at least the best segment, the best line up to that point. You go, it's not the authority. It was like, you know what? Look at it positive, RJ. I agree. So the League of Nations come out, blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. Attack! Wyatt Family comes out, interrupts. Ooh, this is getting good. This is getting good. Wyatt Family interrupts. They confront the League of Nations. People are like, it's going to get interesting. Bow down, boom, break it down. Dudley Boys come down. Introduce Rhino. We talked about him earlier, yeah. but glad to see Rhino back. It was either him or RVD. It's not really a shocker, but glad to see him. And then out comes. Believe that. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and the Usos. His cousins, the Usos. The cousins. You know they were cousins of The Rock? All of them are. Did you know that? No, I, I didn't, didn't. I didn't know that until just now. Me neither. They never tell me that on NXT with Nia Jax. I never knew that before. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they just talk and whatever. No, no, the, the group comes down. Reigns, Ambrose, and the Usos. They don't say anything. We go to commercial. We come back. Four-man, four-team, 16-man elimination tag team match. Awesome stuff. Um, one member of each team gets eliminated. The whole team's gone. Very fun match. Wyatt Family first to go after Dreamer beats Eric Rowan with a DDT. And then it's the uh, ECW Originals. And then Roman Reigns' team beats League of Nations after Reigns pins Sheamus with a spear. Clean in the middle of the ring. So a fun match. Eat up a bunch of TV time, like 30 minutes or so. So a very good opener. Hot first hour. And you know what? Keyboard here. Something different. Something different. We'd never seen it before. It was unique. It was unprecedented. Loved it very much. I thought it was a great way of opening the show. Uh, RJ, what were your thoughts on the opening segment of Raw last night? Like you said, new, unique, buzzworthy. That's the word I'm going to Buzzworthy. If I like you went that. on Twitter last night, right when that, that like all the teams were coming out, mm-hmm. everyone was talking about this. <clears throat> oh, my God. Wyatt's are out. League of Nations, Usos, Roman Reigns, Ambrose, and then Dudley's and their team. Oh, my God, what's happening? And then the 16 tag match. And then everyone, like, that was all I was on Twitter last night. It was a 16-man tag match. And then, never been, like, never done. done before. And then, um, a good match. I thought it was a good match. Um, wasn't too fun of the Wyatt family getting out first. But, like I said, Eric Rowan was the one that was going to eat the fall. So, <laughs> I wasn't really too worried about it. He's easily the weakest link. Weakest link. Weakest link, there you go. In the Wyatt family. Agreed. So, getting Tommy Dream a nice little rub. Beating Eric Rowan didn't really do much for Didn't really mind it for me. And then... Before we got squashed later. Who got pinned for the Dudley boys? Um, I think... Remember, was, they were going to do the Waza. Bubba Ray 
took a bro kick. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Bubba yeah. Ray got knocked out with the bro kick, which I didn't have a problem with. And then Roman Reigns, by himself, pretty much took out the League of Nations <laughs> and then pinned uh, Sheamus. Sheamus clean with a spear. Clean. Middle of the ring. One, two, Before three. he took him out later. Took him out later in the night, too. Sheamus is a loser. We'll get to your but loser they're so viable. Later. What? They're such a viable team. Such a strong heel faction. They are. They ended Raw last week on top. They got great heel heat. They beat Roman Reigns 4-1 on SmackDown. Oh, no, no, they didn't. I'm sorry. Roman Reigns beat the League of Nations last week 1-4 via countout. Great booking, Vince. Great booking. I love this heel faction stuff. I love the heel factions. They're such strong, viable, heat-seeking machines, these factions are. Aren't they, RJ? But the issue is they're supposed to make the babyface look weak. Yes. They're not doing that at all. No. Back in the day with Evolution, they used to, Triple H used to beat the living hell out of whoever the babyface was, Scott Steiner, HBK, yes. Randy Orton when he left. Like, they used to beat him up every week, never looked like, like oh my God, hopefully Randy Orton comes back, or HBK. And like I said, they never, like, instead of putting the odds against him, he just de- defines the odds and beats them. So why should you think, every if week? he can beat all four of them, why can't he beat Sheamus by himself? Exactly, the pay-per-view. Why should I want to purchase the pay-per-view? I already got my tickets, people. So I'm going to be there regardless. Well, you'd be there anyways. I'm going I'm to be watching be Adam anyway. Rose versus Bo Dallas in the main event. <laughs> I would be. I'm a mark, people. Hashtag GSM's a mark. It's just like I said, they're not they're not booking it correctly. I think it's like Vince has forgotten over 10 years how to book a heel faction. It's just to make them look strong. Like mm-hmm. JBL in the cabinet and all them. Like They beat the Undertaker's ass every week. Yeah. And then he the never, payoff was good. The payoff was good because eventually he'd take them all out in that one moment and beat... They would beat JBL for the championship, or yes. someone would beat like Legacy and win the championship and stuff like that. That made it the big moment. Like, oh, they finally defined all the odds and beat the heel. Yeah. Now it's just like, nope. nope. Roman Reigns doesn't even need to do that. No. He can beat them all. And the worst part is that they're starting from the bottom and then they're working their way up because they're already in a terrible spot. Like we talked about this very briefly last week, in that they're already losers. All four of them are already losers. They should be firing all cylinders here. Trying to make them look as strong as possible. They should have all four guys out there wrestling singles matches, beating people, winning clean. Maybe not winning clean, but winning decisively. Interference, I don't care. Winning. Just winning. Hashtag winning. But R- they're not. They're Rusev's losing. Rusev's lost two weeks in a row. Yes. Well, the count up, but still lost two so weeks in a row. He didn't win, yeah. And then Dario won, but no, he didn't wrestle last night. Besides uh, that the tag opener. match. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he beats, like... Titles from Neil and people that no one cares about. Stardust, woo! (laughs) Like I should care. Like I said in my article, I literally said it. There's two, there's two or three main eventers, and everyone else is the same level. It is, and it's bad because your champions are on the same level as guys that shouldn't even be on the show. Yeah, they are. Neville's on the same level right now. It's a Jack Swagger. Yeah, it's a Del Rio. It's a Jack Swagger. Yes. So why should you care about Del Rio? Because he won't. Because like I said, not only that, not only the main eventers. It's WrestleRant Radio. We're going off on a tangent here, but rightfully so. Not only the main eventers, but just the people that feel quote-unquote special. Kevin Owens, to me, feels like a special superstar still by this point, which is amazing considering their booking of the entire roster. He has survived somehow. Them and the New Day are the only ones who feel relatively special at the moment. Everyone else couldn't pick him out of a lineup. This guy wins, he loses, he wins and loses, wins and loses. Well, besides like Reigns, because Reigns wins all the time. Yeah, but at the same time, yes, agreed. Now, so, I, if you would put it, I would say you have Owens, The New Day, and Reigns. They're the only four or five guys right now that are actually being booked strong, look good. And I think Reigns can look bad, and people still, it's Roman Reigns, people. Yeah. 
I think if I think that if they made him look worse, it'd be yeah. better for him than making him look so strong. It depends by wins and losses we're talking here. Yes, he would be booked strong by being booked strongly from a character standpoint. I wouldn't say so. I mean, we'll get to the promo later, but that promo was yeah. Bad. But you can't blame him. That's Vince That's laughing not, in the back. Of, none of this is their fault. Everything that we're talking about is no one's fault <laughs> except for creative. Besides tater tots. Hopefully that was not admirable. I feel like the Lucha Dragons you could throw up there too. They've been they've been on the winning side. So the Usos. Last couple weeks. I like all these teams. I, I like, yeah, I like most of the people. Yeah. But it's when, just, like I said, when you all when all the if you have these people, one or two people up here, and then you have everyone else that's in the same same section. It's, it's not know, even mid card. It's just like others. Said, it's like middle low feet fodder is all exactly. It is. It's like you're if you're taking like a survey online. It's like select who you like: Kevin Owens, B for New Day, or C other. That's basically what it is. There's like nobody else, you know. Maybe Roman Reigns, maybe Ambrose, but other than that, all these people are winning, losing. We talked about it last week. Fifty-fifty booking. Do you think the even Stevens? Do you think all the injuries have kind of made it that it's so bad now? Because you had like the Cesaros are kind of higher up, or like Seth Rollins, Cena, Randy Orton, but mm-hmm. like, they were kind of higher up on the card, so people like didn't really matter. But now that you lose those people and Daniel Bryan, yeah. Then Rollins. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Thank you. Undertaker. Once those guys are gone and you made everyone look so weak in the last couple months, then that's all you have left. So they've kind of put themselves in this hole like, oh, now we need some strong people, so let's throw a faction together, throw a champion on one of them, and hopefully they get over. <laughs> but you have two champions on one group, and they all are losers because no one cares. Yeah. What did we say last week? Putting all their eggs in one basket. They are. They're bl- like you said, but the worst part is, like you said, they're building them up just so Roman Reigns can knock them all down. That's the worst part. Like, I know we talked about this with Arden last week, but it dawned on me right after we talked to him. Like, why would they put a faction with him unless the plan is to have the title on him until WrestleMania? Just to make Roman look strong. Hashtag make Roman look strong is like the only But he already purpose. does look strong. They want to keep on making him look strong. It's the same with the scene. They want to make him look strong, but he's already established. He can afford to lose a couple times. And he has. You know, credit to scene. He lost at Del Rio. I don't know why, in eight minutes at Hell in the Cell at this point, it feels like a fucking waste. Um, sorry, I shouldn't have swore. But, uh, <laughs> um, just no one else feels special. Just, just, I mean, again, I'm a mark. I love everyone in the roster for the most part. I'm going to get excited when Adam, okay, maybe not Adam Rose. That might not be a great example. I'm trying to think of someone who might come out on Sunday at TLC. Ascension. The Ascension. I would mark out if they came out. You know what I mean? But the casual viewer, casually speaking here, Change the channel. Jameson Reigns in the main event. Change the channel. Why should I care? The brawl. I guess we'll, we're, we're getting ahead of, ahead of ourselves here. But <laughs> the brawl. People were leaving the crowd. Uh, uh, apparently, according to some people on Twitter, people were walking out of the arena, beating the traffic. That doesn't happen with every raw main event. It only happens because one, we've seen it a million times. Two, no one cares. We've seen the brawl a million times, and it's just. No one cares about Sheamus. The feud is terrible. No one cares about Sheamus. Roman Reigns just, if he wins the title. Good. 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 Just say good, please. Yippee. You know what I mean? I mean, it's better, but it's just not, it's not like, oh, yes, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Like, you know? It's not like when Daniel Bryan won the championship. Like, I was like, yes. Okay, that's different, though. I know. There's WrestleMania and and the whole story. Like at this point that no one wants to see Sheamus, it's just like anyone, please somebody beat him. Like remember Rollins and Ambrose a couple months ago? Like if Ambrose won, loved Rollins as champion, but if Ambrose won, I, I would have been like, yes, like this is great. Love Dean Ambrose finally getting his due. Reigns technically now a former World Heavyweight Champion came after a 
mediocre match against Dean Ambrose in the main event of one of the worst paper, the worst pay per view, excuse me, of all of 2015. You know, it doesn't. It's like they they made they wasted his first world title win. Uh, you know, you you take that and you compare it to Seth Rollins cashed in Money in the Bank in the main event of WrestleMania. It wasn't like it was his first world heavyweight championship run either. Who? Roman Reigns. It's different now. So because it, now it's just the one title. So it means it's different now. Because now if he wins, like it's not the big thing because he already won a title once. Exactly. What are you talking about? You mean it's not like the world heavyweight championship kind of thing? Or yeah, what like, do you mean? Well, like when Daniel Bryan like won the world heavyweight, it was more special when he won the WWE championship, obviously. Yes. Because like, he already had like that's Roman Reigns. He's only one title now, so that win won't feel as special because can't he do it the won. first time over one. Like, you know, again, you can't do it over. That was his first title reign. Less than five minutes. I don't know what they were thinking. They should just put it on Reigns, honestly. And keep it on Reigns. Yeah. Keep it on. I know, like for Daniel Bryan, I know, like when he lost it in like five minutes or whatever. At least he he's an underdog like guy. Like you can attach yourself to him. Roman Reigns does not no, fit that bill. Underdog, he's, he doesn't. He's the exact opposite. Yeah. He's not the underdog. He's the big dog according yeah. to WWE. This doesn't make any sense. Just put him heel, please. Turn him heel, please. I know they have like no, they have no baby. It's not like oh, they have no baby faces right now. They need Roman Reigns. They don't have any heels either, people. They have nobody. They have just a bunch of losers. It's a bunch of. Losers. Well, their best talent there are all heels. If you put Owens in the New Day. Yeah. And then League of Nations, if you want to throw them in there. But then besides that, it's Roman Reigns and Ambrose. I I thought turning Reigns heel at Survivor Series and then having Ambrose run, you know, giving him the ball to run with for a couple months as the top babyface until Cena came back, I thought that was good. But I guess WWE thought Sheamus and Reigns was a lot better. I don't know. Just Maybe they want to get the briefcase off him. I thought they should have just had him cash in and lose. I like Sheamus, but no one cares. Vince does though. He's got a hard on for the Celtic Warrior. He does. He's the only one. Again, I like Sheamus. Sure, there's other people who like Sheamus. There's a lot of people who hate Sheamus, and that's fine too. Not that I'm, you asked me a couple months ago, I would have said I'm happy to see Sheamus as world champion because I like him as a heel. But the, as in the last couple months, his booking has been, as RJ would put it, putrid, absolutely putrid. Like no Terrible. one cares. No one cares. No, it's like putting the belt on Jack Swagger. There's, there's not a difference, people. There is not a difference. I know she, you can't even say Sheamus has been on on TV more than Jack Swagger. Where was Sheamus the week before he cashed in? He wasn't even on Raw. Wasn't even mentioned. You know? Wasn't in a segment. Wasn't in a match. Wasn't even on the show. It's like putting the belt on freaking Wade Barrett right now. A guy who deserves it, but no one cares. It's not, you know, it's not all about drawing money anymore because people don't go to shows because Sheamus is champion. It has to do with WWE. You know what I mean? That doesn't even matter. It's just the fact that the interest level in Raw right now is so so low because they've been centering the entire show around one guy and one faction and it's resulted in people tuning out not watching not caring it, the whole show is centered around Sheamus we saw the guy like three or four times last night we're seeing people wrestle twice and I mean before now I didn't like the third hour I always thought it should be two hours but I have never felt more strongly about them getting rid of that third hour like it's so pointless I know it gives them revenue it gets them an extra almost a million bucks for that extra hour, whatever it is. It's some like ridiculous number, and they're never going to let go of it, or at least not any point in the near future. Like I said that in 2012 when people were like, oh, they're going to go back to two hours by the end of this year. They're, they're not. I mean, they probably never will because they get that extra cash more, you know? But it's killing this product. It's way too much. Like I did not need to see Tommy Dreamer wrestle twice last night or Braun Strowman or Rusev or freaking, who else, Del Rio. You know what? I just, I 
Like, if we were watching on DVR, I would literally just fast-forward it, you know? But I like watching live because I just like watching the show, you know? But there's not many people like you and I out there who are going to sit through this crap every single week. You know, I'm not saying that... I'm not one of those people that were like, oh, I'm going to stop watching because I'm always going to watch, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not kidding myself when I say I'm going to stop watching. Where there are people, the casually viewing, they don't say they're going to stop watching. They just do. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if Cam or my roommate Connor, whoever, casually watched, they would just stop watching. Because they don't care. There's nothing going on right now. So, anyway. Any more thoughts on that before we move on? It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Couldn't agree more. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Love that t-shirt. Love it. Great t-shirt. They should sell that at DLC. They won't because they're not on the show, but they should. All Cena t-shirts. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be on the show. Cena? Yeah. He won't be on the show. He's not Boston hometown. No, you're not from Boston, buddy. You're not from Boston. You wonder why they boo you because you say you're from Boston and you're not. Where's Newberry? Stop kidding yourself. Where's the boss? She puts the boss in the Boston. She's not even on the show either. It's a damn shame. What it is. Pop question. What t-shirt do you want on Sunday? If they had any t-shirt at the merch stand. They did have quite a few the last time we were there, but they didn't have any like New Day shirts, which was ridiculous. But anyway. I don't know. I'm feeling the Roman Reigns shirt right now. Roman Empire? Seriously speaking? Yes. Not a bad. He doesn't have bad t-shirts. He has good t-shirts. The only t-shirt I wouldn't want is I can, I will. Like, that's, that's a great shirt. <laughs> that's his best one. Did he be Brock Lesnar or WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. like. I know. It doesn't mean like. It doesn't anything. mean anything. Win, I know. But it's I know. a sick shirts though. He's got. He's got a good logo. I like. Again, I like Roman Reigns, but the guy is horribly, horribly. Well, technically not horribly, but like. Uh, in a different way. Yeah. He's booked too good. Too good. You know you know how he's being booked? What's happening, RJ? Shoving it down my throat. Shoving it down my throat. Every it's like John week. Cena all over again. It is. It's Cena circa 2005, 2006. No, you can't do this. You can't have another Cena. There is only one John Cena who's going to have that polarizing reaction every single week. It worked for him. It will not work for Reigns. He is not like already Hulk Hogan established. trying to make the next Hulk Hogan. They're not. It's not going to work. There's only one Hulk Hogan, people. John Cena's not Hulk Hogan. Exactly. He's John Cena. Exactly. John Cena is John Cena. Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan. The Rock's the Rock. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. They're all their own people. You can't make another person. You cannot make the second coming of so-and-so. They can be like that person, but they cannot be that person. They can't have the same push. Roman Reigns needs his own push. You know? put him as a heel. He'd be so much... He'll thrive so much better as a heel. And then go back to being babyface right afterwards. You know what I mean? Same thing. You can have him as a big monster babyface, but the, way, the longer you wait to do that the less time you have him to be that top baby face. Because right now, he's not a top baby face. He's just an upper mid-card guy who happens to be going after the title because everyone else is a loser. That's it. Absolutely it. So from there, we get to another loser, Dolph Ziggler. Faced Kevin Owens last night. <laughs> like a 20-minute match. 20-minute match. It was a pretty good match. Owens on offense for the most part, so they kind of switched it up a little bit. Enjoyed it. Tyler Breeze, surprisingly, did not factor into the finish, so a nice, uh, nice little change of pace there. Owens wins with a pop-up power bomb to pick up the victory, and that was about it. Owen oh, Dean Ambrose came out afterwards, threw the uh, popcorn, and that was his face and the soda, and that was it. So we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, RJ, what what were you thinking during Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin Owens? Thank God I wasn't breezing him again. We thought it was breezing Ziggler again for like the twentieth time. So thank God it wasn't that. But um, it was a good match. Way too long though for them. Like I said, this pay-per-view main events that don't go twenty minutes. A, a one-sided squash that went 20 minutes was pretty much what this match was. Owens was on the offensive the entire match, pretty much. 
Ziggler had a little bit at the end, and then Owens beat him. Like I said, good match, just way too long, I thought. Like I said, Ambrose and Reigns went eight minutes. Nine yeah, like, good main events going 10, 15 minutes. And the 20, pay-per-views are three hours, too, people. And like I said, 20 minutes for a Raw match. Yeah, they're stretching on that one. But um, At least they had the right components. They had the right components, and like I said, then Breeze didn't get involved, and Ambrose came out, so. It was good. My only nitpick with it, Owens won clean. Good match, enjoyed it. Um, Ziggler, we have no reason to believe that he would beat Owens because the guy's a freaking loser. He loses one week, and then he wins the next. I don't care Even anymore. Even Stephen Booking. Even Stephen Booking. I just don't care about the Bleach Blonde superstar anymore. Don't. But um, one thing I did want to bring up, personal gripe of mine, love Dean Ambrose, love Kevin Owens, but um, the whole popcorn and the soda thing, WWE is trying to be too cute for their own good. They can't. The sports entertainment aspect is, is fine. I'm not saying you don't have to be sports entertainment. If you want to call yourself that, whatever. It's professional wrestling, but whatever. Um, but I thought, especially after last week when Owens was out, not putting that on WWE, Owens was sick, wasn't their fault, but they really should have made a strong attempt on this show to put as much heat on that match as possible. We're getting a contract signing on SmackDown. That's great. Uh, maybe not, because contract signings have been done to death. But if there's any two people that can make it work, it's Ambrose and Owens. I just thought the fact they had a prime opportunity, and not even many people watch SmackDown anyway, so it doesn't even really count. But they had a prime opportunity last night to push this match, make it mean something. The match is going to be good regardless. It should be a great matchup in ring-wise. But in terms of like drama and wanting to see the feud, like who cares? You know, I like people care about Kevin Owens, so that's a reason to care about the match and Dean Ambrose too. But the only build this matchup has gotten is Dean Ambrose throwing his birthday popcorn and soda on his rival. That's it. No promo. No, I want to win the championship so I can get my picture on the wall again, like he said at the WWE headquarters when Raw was snowed in a couple months ago or start of the year. Um, no promo from Owens or Owens attacking Ambrose afterwards. Back st- nothing. It was the end of the show. It's a three-hour show, people. They had time. They had time to waste on a freaking Jack Swagger Stardust match. So, I don't know. Um, any any thoughts on that now? I'm, yeah, the, the build's been... Horrible for this match. Yeah. So they just had a random, random three-man triple threat for the title contention. I don't know why Ziggler or Breeze was even in it. They both lost a hundred of times. <laughs> and Ambrose like seemed like he was gonna. It was supposed to be him versus Owens at Survivor Series, but and, and we did get just for the not for the title. Yeah, but um, but then like I said, I don't know. Like they haven't really done anything on it. Like they haven't even like mentioned it the nope. last week. When Owens was out, they just had him do the League of Nations stuff yeah. with Roman Reigns and Usos. Didn't even mention it, yeah. Didn't even mention it. Then they finally announced it, but they still didn't mention it, really. And then he comes out, and then he does the goofy popcorn thing. If the issue with another issue I have with Ambrose, they just make him like a comedy guy. Too he should cute. be taken too serious. He should exactly. be taken more seriously. Comes out, you know, does the whole lunatic thing. We're like, he's just... He's supposed to be, like, unstable. I get, like, it's, like, oh, he's unstable, so it's funny, but it's, like, not funny. Yeah. It's just, like, make him more of a serious character. Be more unpredictable. Yeah. Which kind of what they're doing. But, like I said, they're being too cute they're for their own They're being cute with the unpredictability part. Yeah, don't, don't do it. He, he's good as he was when he was doing stuff. Like, it, it's not a recent thing. They were doing this last year when they had him open the briefcase. With but the that's tool. funny. Yeah, I mean, but it was the same kind of thing, though. You know, I mean, it was funny. But it was the same type of thing where they're getting too cute with it. You know, it, like you said, just be unstable. Be crazy. Like, what would a crazy person do? Attack gonna, Owens randomly or Yeah, they're something. not going to throw popcorn in their face. You know what I mean? That, I, that's unstable, like G-rated, though. Like, that's not what I came to see. 
I didn't watch Raw for a variety show. I came to see professional wrestling and two people beat the living crap out of each other. I didn't see Ambrose. I didn't want to tune in to see Ambrose throw his popcorn in someone's face. You know, I, it didn't. You know, I, I didn't hate it. It just kind of bothered me a little bit because they had their chance to put heat on this match and make it mean something. Because it doesn't mean anything right now. This whole card does not mean anything for the most part. Um, but they squandered the opportunity. You know, we'll see on Sunday. Like I said, it should be a great match. We'll get to it shortly. But I just thought it was a prime opportunity wasted. So after that, we had Team Bad taking on the Team uh, Team Bella. I was going to say the Bella Twins, but Nikki's currently out. It was Brie Bella and Alicia Fox. Fine match. Didn't really know who to root for in all this because I, I assume all four of them are heels. I don't know. One of them is baby face. I honestly have no idea. Team Bad won the match. Um, match was pretty forgettable, but we got the New Day and Team Bad kind of uh, interacting afterwards, which I thought was funny. You know, after all their social media pranks and whatnot. So it was what it was. Um, any thoughts on this, RJ? I honestly give two shits about either team. About Team Bad or Team, team Bad Bella. or Team Bella. Whoever. I don't care about either of them right now. They've barely been on TV, and when they are, it's just tag matches. And you mentioned this in your article, uh, your thoughts on Sasha Banks. She's just another girl on the roster now. She was special at first, and now that she's, she hasn't been on TV for a while, and she was on Superstars or like main, main event, event that yeah. no one watches anyways. And then like if she is, she's in like a backstage segment, or like Naomi was wrestling on SmackDown one time. And they lose. And they, or then she loses, but if, if she's on, she'll win, but like massive interference from Team Bad. But like a couple months ago, she was making Nikki Bella tap out and like Charlotte and stuff. But she was Divas champion. And now she's still on the team bad, which was happened four or five months ago. It should have been done after SummerSlam, but they were planting the seeds for dissension. And how does Alicia Fox still have a job? Honestly, she is. I don't hate her as a person, but she's been here. She's been in the WWE way too long. Not a good worker. I just, I I posed the question to you last night. Have they ever sold the shirt for her? No, I don't think have. so. They've sold the like, they've sold bring up for Emma. everybody. Put someone on TV that can wrestle that I want to see. She can do a a tilt the world backbreaker and a scissor kick. Is all Alicia Fox can do. I know you don't like her, but Natalia should be on Raw right now. Natalia should be on Raw over Alicia Fox. I agree with that. I don't not like Natalia. She's just been on, she's been around for a wait a long time. So. Probably as long as Alicia. I think longer, I think. Yeah, just a little bit longer. Um, but not by much. But we'll get to the uh, the next woman who was not on Raw last night, who should have been. We'll get to her shortly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she wasn't. But um, after that, we had the Lucha Dragons taking on the New Day. Pretty good match. A little preview of what we're going to get on Sunday in a triple threat ladder tag team title match. So it should be pretty good. Um, Lucha Dragons won after a distraction from the Usos on commentary. Like I said, good match. Nothing really else to it other than that. Any thoughts, RJ? That was, that was a good match. Like I said, um... Pretty much having the Lucha Dragons win right now to make them look more viable. They've been, I think they've looked pretty strong as pretty good compared yeah. to everyone else. They haven't really yeah. had the even Steven booking. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Kalisto kind of has a little singles run by himself for a little bit, so that was good. But um, good to see them win. Like I said, it's a casual fan. Like oh, they beat New Day. They're not as established as the Usos. So they're they're not, no, win. well, the Usos have been together for a while, and they've yeah. had three or four or five title runs. By yeah, now. well, I, I say that because the Usos, if they beat the New Day, it would have been like. You know, I know they can beat the New Day. Yeah. I didn't know the Lucha Dragons could beat the New Day, and they did. You know, they deserve to win. They get a nice little boost. And um, would mark if they won the belts on Sunday, but we'll get to our predictions in a little bit. Uh, but I do agree with your article that they do deserve uh, to utilize Kalisto a little bit better as a single star. I don't know as soon as, you know, like next week or something. I don't know when this little run with Lucha Dragons runs its course, but, you know, we say it every single time he's on TV. But Sin Cara, damaged goods. He damaged goods. He's been damaged goods since the day he arrived in the main roster. 
Um, Kalisto, there is money in him as a single star. We've talked about that before here on the show. And he will be a single star, hopefully, before long. But you can get, get a nice little run with the Lucha Dragons in the tag team division first. So after that, we had the Miz TV with Charlotte and Ric Flair. You know, it wasn't a bad segment. I thought it would be a lot worse than it was. But my only, maybe not only, but my biggest issue with this segment was that I just don't know who to cheer for. You know, Miz is the heel. Ric Flair at this point is a fossil. Love me some nature, boy, but the guy is on TV all the time and just... But don't you feel like Miz kind of comes off as a baby face, though? He came off as a baby face, face last, last night. Last night he did. When she was insulting his wife, I thought Maurice was going to come out and start a, start a cat fight with Charlotte. That's what I was waiting to say, not Paige come out. She's a great theme song. But back to, back to Miss TV, though. Uh, just to say, Maurice is my favorite diva of all time. You know why? She was hot. She that was is the hot. only reason, literally. She was hot. She was hot, because we had no wrestlers back yeah. then. We didn't. Um, back to Miss TV, though. Yeah. The most must-see show in WWE TV and WWE history. Miss TV. Takes off the glasses. Anyway, like I said, I, I thought it was good. They gave a platform for Charlotte to explain her actions. They gave her a platform to explain her actions, but she didn't, though. Like, where was the last kicker? Any any thoughts? Arjun, can you enlighten me here? I don't know where the last kicker was. I have no idea what's going on here. The two last, on Raw and SmackDown, they teased tension between Charlotte and Becky Lynch and Paige, so it's not like they were like leaving Paige out of it. And then last night, they asked her what happened with the friendship. The pinky swearing and the PCB and all that stuff. Didn't bring it up at all. Just talking about Mrs. White. Mrs. Wife and how she kicked Paige's ass if she was in front of her and stuff like that. And then Paige eventually came out, but there's nothing with Becky Lynch in it at all. She's been in the storyline for two weeks about teasing tension, and then nothing happened. They just yeah. dropped it. I don't know if they're going to bring it up on SmackDown again, or they just dropped the whole thing. Wasn't even on the show. Wasn't even on the show. No mic time, no nothing. She was on backstage Fallout, people, on the YouTube channel. No one watches that. So who's going to know that she had any reaction to what happened on Raw last night? It's just like, you can't... It's a three-hour show. I don't want to see Paige and Charlotte again. It's not going to be a bad match, but my only thoughts on this were that, again, there's no one to cheer for. Miz, I know Paige. he came off as a babyface. Paige. She got a bigger pop than Charlotte did you last have night. have to cheer for Paige. At this point... I would cheer for Paige over Charlotte. I don't, it's not like I'm a big Charlotte person bigger. anyways... But I would still cheer for Paige. Paige came off as a bigger baby face last yeah. night than Charlotte did. Because Charlotte came off as a heel and was like dodging the questions and like was trying to go after the Miz for no reason. Yeah. Like his role was just a mediator trying to get the questions. She was just kind of being like a total dodge. You know what? And like yeah. kind of. So I don't know what's going on. But like I said, Paige came out. She got a huge pop and yeah. slapped Ric Flair. Slapped the Nature Boy. Old Yeller. Big pop for that too. They all yeah. Who you calling Old Yeller? Slapped Old Yeller. Yep. Woo! Gotta get for that bar tab. <laughs> all the ex-wives, too. All ten of them. Yep. <laughs> all ten of them. But, um... It wasn't a bad segment, but you said, like, they just didn't bring anything else up. They didn't mention Becky Lynch at all, really. Wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity. You know, like I said, I think... I told you this last night. I understand they have a title match to promote for Sunday. It's Paige and Charlotte. Why? I mean, I, I know that was the direction they were going in, but... Becky Lynch, triple threat. I mean, they could do that at the Rumble, but it really should have happened at TLC. Um, usually one for building feuds, but there's no reason to do another match between Paige and Charlotte. Becky Lynch should be in there. But the guy that I talked to here in the AC, who hopefully should be on the show next week, he brought up a great point in that the roles should have been reversed between 
Charlotte and Flair. Like, after Paige slapped Flair, or Ric Flair, that is, not Charlotte, and then Charlotte was outside the ring, and Ric Flair's leaning over the top rope, and he goes, go get her! And then, and then she runs in the ring. Like, she yelled at her like she was a dog. Like, it sh the roles should be reversed. I could not agree more when he said this about, you know, when he was talking about this, that it should be Charlotte as, like, the leader, and then Ric Flair is the backdrop. Because if you do it that way, when it's just Ric Flair and then Ric Flair and his daughter Charlotte, as opposed to Charlotte and, oh, her father happens to be Ric Flair and he's her manager, people will start to look at it the way that it actually is and back up what Paige is saying and that she's living in Ric Flair's shadow. You know, I mean, I think there really is something there with Charlotte, not her biggest fan of all time, never really have been. She's very talented, but I think she can really thrive as a heel if they gave her the robe do the whole woo, whatever she's doing now, but to elicit heat. Like, what she's doing now is, as you would say, putrid. Like, it's, I, I almost want to vomit when I hear her go, do it with Flair. The pinky promise, it's garbage. Don't care, you know? I think there really is something there with a heel Charlotte, but putting, putting her in the ring with a heel page on Sunday, it's ass backwards. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So we'll see where it goes. I'm sure. I'm, I'm not sure actually. Cause she wasn't Paige on the will show. turn for the tenth time in three years. Probably, but um, I can't say I'm positive that Lynch will interfere in that match. But because she wasn't even on Raw last night, and again, Sheamus wasn't on Raw before Survivor Series before he won the belt. So maybe Lynch gets added the last second. Gets added on SmackDown, wins the belt on Sunday. I'm going nuts. I run into the ring. So would I. Whoa. To buy a last kicker shirt on Sunday. <laughs> what if they sell last kicker shirts? Would you get one? Over a Roman Reigns shirt? I don't know. I'd think about it. That's a bit, I'd think about it at least. Got to. Do the train ride. Got a half an hour train ride. <laughs> oh, can't wait. Great theme. She better be on the pre show if they have one. She better be on the show. It should be Herbert Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yes. Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. Book it. Hashtag book it. So, after that, we had a pretty wasted match. We won't spend too much time on this, but Ryback versus Rusev lasted. Like, they actually gave them some time, but the match wasn't good. The match is coming a year too late. The feud happened in, like, 2005. I'm just kidding. It happened, like, a year ago. That's when it was hot, though. When Rusev was hot and Ryback was hot, that was a good feud. But now, Ryback, uh, uh, Rusev especially, is colder than ice right now. No one cares about him. The thing with Lana is... Is the thing with Lana. It is what it is. And the match was just there. Double count out. It's like, you're going to have to wait until the pay-per-view to see the rematch. I'm like, oh, don't want to see a rematch. I don't care to see a rematch, people. This will be me. I know this is audio and you can't see me, but... RJ, what am I doing? Sitting on your hands. Sitting on my hands. I love Ryback. I know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, feed me more. Feed me more. When Ryback comes out, go crazy. But when the match starts, the bell rings. Sit back on my hands. Till the next match. Don't care. Don't care about this. Is this even a feud, RJ? There's no feud. What would the feud be? Exactly. Lana feigning an injury. Look, what is this? What is this? It's a waste of time is what it is. A any thoughts on this? It. All my thoughts on Rusev are in my article. Go Cheap read plug. it, people. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. Any service on that? So we go to the next match here. Jack Swagger versus Stardust. A match joined in progress. <laughs> joined in progress. That really goes out, goes to show how much WWE thought of this match. They had it joined in progress. No entrances. The bell didn't even ring. The match was already joined, and they had Swagger beat Stardust a minute later. And then afterwards, after Swagger won, his first Raw win in probably 10 years or so, um, they had 
Stardust get attacked in the ring by Del Rio with a chair, which was weird. Like, Titus O'Neil was on commentary. Then he goes, Del Rio, watch out! Then he hits Stardust with a chair, even though they're both heels. So, a little confused as to where that was going. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Kind of stupid. And then afterwards, we had Del Rio and Coulter break up, and uh, Del Rio threw a chair at him backstage or something as he was riding off in a scooter. Just a very awkward five or ten minutes. And this was right after the Rose Bush. Like, it was the worst ten minutes of TV I've probably endured in a while. Um, oh, that was a fucking mess. I'm sorry, I had to use that word. It was a fucking mess. It was a mess, the Rose Bush is. Um, but any thoughts on that match? The match wasn't good. The bat, the the whole aftermath wasn't good. Breaking up Del Rio and Ziggler, or Del Rio and Zip after a cup of coffee didn't understand that at all. I, I mean, I'm glad it's happening, that. but just I, it makes more sense because if he's in the League of Nations, there's a need Colter, yeah. and they weren't the, good anyway. They weren't good together anyways. But why would you put them together anyways? Yeah. Do they, why is Del Rio in back? Why is Del why Rio is here? Why Swagger in the United States Championship run right now? None of this. Guys have been sense. on TV in months, months, people, and all of a sudden we're supposed to say, "Yep, I think he's United States Championship worthy." The same title that made him into Raw a couple months ago. Just throwing in the trash. <sighs> They're ruining that title. Any good that Cena? Yes, Cena. People, he made that championship. Any good and Rusev too. Any good that Rusev and Cena made for that title? Threw it in the trash. And yeah. Rollins too. And Rollins just throw it in the trash though. I don't care if Swagger wins it. I don't care if Del Rio holds on to it. Have him drop it to Kalisto for all I care. Give it to Kalisto. Give it to someone that will actually make it better. A 38-year-old man that no one cares about or a guy that's been on TV for a year and no one cares about either. Del Rio wasn't on TV either. It's like literally taking up, picking up where they left off. You know what Del Rio's last match was before he left WWE? Against Jack Swagger on the main event. <laughs> I'll tell what? You. What? I'll tell you. That's that really says it all right. This is a main event level feud. No one cares. No one cares. And to make it worse, it's a chairs match, which is even worse. Traditionally terrible, exactly. Could not name you one good chairs match at this pay per view. And the pay per view's been around for like six or seven Cena years. Cena and Barrett were the best ones. That's not saying much, but yes, it probably was the best one. It was a decent match. Just so much like Taker so Batista sucked. Big Show and Mark Henry was awful. Big Show Sheamus sucked. Um, what was 2013? Well, they didn't have one that year. They only had the TLC match. And then last year was Ryback and Kane. That sucked, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm already not looking forward to it. I will stand it for We the People. But everything else I'll just be standing my hands for. Yep. Don't care. So we're nearing the end of our Raw review here. Tommy Dreamer and Braun Strowman matches over in two minutes. Again, we saw these people wrestle in the opener. Why do we need to see it again? Why? Get it. Braun Strowman wins clean in two minutes. RJ? I didn't care. Braun Strowman should have beat Tommy Dreamer, and he did in two minutes. Next. So Next. We get, we get to the main event segment. Roman Reigns calls out Sheamus after calling his testicles tater tots. They brawl for a cup of coffee. Crowds shuffling out of the arena as all this is going on. Spears Sheamus through a table to close the show. <laughs> Couldn't care less. I was waiting for breaking ground. Don't care. The feud is flopped. Massive flop. Yeah, but we already knew it was going to flop. Yeah, I just... I wrote this in my Raw review, only on next year wasn't done that, that I just... Why would you spotlight this feud in the main event? Like, I liked it. If they kept it in the opener, left it at that with Reigns pinning Sheamus, not amazing, but I would have been 
I don't even know if I would have been more excited for the match, but it was better than what they did in the main event. Like, that ruined any good they did with the opener. The main event segment was just terrible verbal exchange. Reigns is not good in the mic, and he's getting better, but that promo was not good. And the brawl was just... Like, they think it's that... felt forced. felt forced. They think a good brawl can close a dull show. You remember Wyatt and Reigns a couple months ago? Good brawl. Taker and Lesnar. Amazing brawl. One of the best brawls I've ever seen on Raw. This doesn't even come close. I mean, it really does say something about the feud. I mean, like, the Wyatt Reigns feud at least was good. Like, it was consistent. There's just nothing to this feud at all. It's just League of Nations versus one versus all. Like, it's, that's it. That's it. I, I just say, put, the issue with this whole feud is all creative and Vince McMahon. It is. You, the whole product is right You now. never used to see, like, people pulling double duty or, like, starting the show and ending the show. I don't know what the, what this new formula they're doing is, but it used to be, like, say that Roman Reigns won back in the day. If that was, like, Triple H was champion, they would beat his ass in the back or beat him up in the backstage area or, like, beat him up in the locker room. Put him off in the show. You're like, oh, is Roman Reigns going to be okay for the show? Yeah. He's going to be injured. How is his health going to be? Story going give me another, him. like, give me something to care about. Like, now I'm, okay, he beat Sheamus. Sheamus will be fine. They're going to wrestle on Sunday. Like, and that's the thing with the brand split, too, because then they'll both be on SmackDown, too. Yeah. So you can't really sell the injury unless you're like, oh, Roman Reigns is on SmackDown tonight. Yeah. But, like I said, you need to, like, make it more interesting than having, oh, I'm going to go out and Sheamus is going to show me how to be a man. Like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Whoever thinks of the stuff are so... Stupid. I don't get it. Stupid. Like, you had a successful formula 10 years ago. Yeah. And then you throw it out the window. I know you have another hour, which kind of sucks. Like I said, there's so many more people. Like, then call people up then. Instead of putting people that no one cares about, put someone up. You have to push the right people and push the wrong people. Even there, I think... We've had three hours for over three years at this point. It's, it's never, never been good. It's n- What? It's never been good either. It's never been good, but it's... It's never it was been better when the brand split had and they had like the special Raws or three hours. Yes. With SmackDown. With the draft. Yes. And the homecoming. Yes. And stuff like that, absolutely. But what I mean is that we've had three hours for three years. I'm not saying I liked it before. I just think right now it's more pointless than ever because you're having people pull double duty, which increases more injuries, and you already have half the roster out with injuries. Can't afford and then, like, else. and then also the the feuds that they do have, no one gives a crap about, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, the feuds don't care. No one cares about the feuds. So they'll just throw any person out there and push them with the current. Hopefully, they'll insane reaction. They don't. They do. They, they all they need to do is put three hours around that with yeah. good feuds. They can throw some filler in there. I'm not going to be surprised because that's three hour show. You're gonna have you can have, have a perfect show. You can have a perfect show, but like, put feuds out there that people will care about. But use that time wisely. Use it wisely. Where's Becky Lynch? Where's her character development? You can use that time. That you have three hours, people. You, you can, can use that time do for a five-minute dock on Rusev or King Barrett or Sheamus or someone. Don't give me the Rosebush or a throwaway <laughs> match between Jack Swagger and Stardust that no one's going to care about. You have precious TV time. People that aren't even being used right now. Where are they? Give these people more quality mic time. I'm not just... Say and give Reigns a mic and talk about tater tots for balls for five minutes. I'm talking about quality mic time for a guy like Damian Sandow. Why do why should people care about you? Go, go. Like it's too scripted right now. I'm not saying it's gonna change, but just I agree. Like the formula now, like they weren't doing this when the three hours first started. They weren't having people pull double duty before. They've never done this before. I'm not saying the three hours was good, but it was. I don't even. The product for the past couple months has been deplorable. Um, but just that I know you have people out, but you're 
you know, your answer should not be to have people work twice in one night. Why is Tommy Dreamer wrestling twice? Love the Dreamster. Why is he wrestling twice in one show? He's like 45 years old. And you know the match result. You already know he's going to lose, so why bother? This is when people change the channel. They wonder like why said, the ratings They put all their eggs in last night in the basket, hoping that 60-man tag was the buzz to keep everyone around. But after the Owens match, there was, there was nothing else for anyone to care about. I'm not saying the product is all bad, like everything is terrible. Like there's a couple really good things, but they focus too much on those good things. They don't, they don't focus, focus on the bad things. The rest, yeah, the rest of the show, like, oh, what a, an amazing opener. And they, they they expect maybe people to tune out? Like, I don't know. Oh, like, the only oh. two matches I care about on Sunday, the championship, the, the TLC match, and then the tag team match. That's it. Because the other ones, we shouldn't. Why should we care? Why should yeah. I care? Yeah. They had a one off of Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose. Why should I care about the match? They had a one off on Raw the n- week before. Yeah. The Divas match, no one could care about because they already, she already beat her clean at Survivor Series. Yep. So, okay, because she beat her up on Raw the next night that I should care that she should get a title shot? No. And then you got. Dario Swagger. Dar- I actually started. like the Wyatt, the Wyatt match too. I want to see the Wyatt match too. Oh, you, you said Wyatt tag team. I, you I meant the Luchas and the Usos and the New Day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like that match too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, they're both good. And, yeah. the, and then like, why should they care about Swagger and Del Rio? Are you kidding me? Del Rio! The Swagger. 38-year-old Mexican aristocrat that I could, I didn't care about before he left and now that he's back. I think it's Jack Swagger that hasn't been on TV since like the Andre the Giant Memorial. It was. You're right. You're it was probably one of the right. last shows he's been on. Andre the Giant Memorial. Was Andre the Giant when he was still alive. And, and then now they're like, up, oh, you know, Zorn and all them are out. We need to push somebody. So Jack Swagger. Have him beat people that, that mean something. Yeah. Stardust, give me a break. Give me a break. But I don't know. The show should be good. We'll talk about it right now anyway. Uh, getting into predictions for the pay-per-view on this Sunday. We'll start with the uh, with the poop match first. Del Rio versus Swagger. Chairs match for the United States Championship. RJ, who do you got? You have Alberto El Patron or the We the People. Swagger. You got Swagger. Coulter interfere. Saturday with Del Rio? Yep. No, uh, Swagger. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. I think Del Rio retains here. I don't think they care that much about Swagger to give him the belt. I mean, it'd be I'd mark. I was there when he turned babyface. Okay. Now people don't care. Not that they care to begin with, but I mean, they had a shot. They ruined that too. Um, any match? Any any thoughts on the match quality? The chairs match. So. Speaks for itself. Yeah. Del Rio retains. I think Swagger's gonna win. Jake Slade is the U.S. champion. We'll see you on Sunday. So after that, for the Divas Championship, Charlotte versus Paige. Maybe Becky Lynch if something gets announced on SmackDown. At this point, we'll not factor her into the equation, but as it stands right now, Charlotte or Paige, what do you got? Charlotte. Easy. That's like an easy one. Yeah. Charlotte. Why should she lose? Because then it'd be just her and Paige again at Royal Rumble. Should be Charlotte Lynch. Should be, or Banks or somebody. Somebody. I think it's just like Paige has been so overexposed. She's been in the title run. So she arrived. Two years since she's been around. She's never not been in the title picture. Exactly. I got Charlotte too. After that, for the WWE Tag Team Titles Triple Threat Ladder Match. This is going to be good. This brings back memories of Eminem, Hardy Boys, William Regal and Dave Taylor, London and Kendrick. It's going to be a kick-ass match. I'm looking forward to it. The New Day, Lucha Dragons, and The Usos. What do you think is going to win? Not as easy, but and booking one hundred and one says New Day wins. So it wouldn't be. Oh, you don't think New Day is gonna win? 
Uh-oh, new tag team champs, and he's got Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it, honestly. Love me some Lucha Dragons. I got Usos, just because I think they'll move forward with a New Day Usos feud, which is still good. Would love to see Lucha Dragons win. I think most predictable, which is, not again, not a bad thing, New Day wins, given the story they've been telling recently. Um, but Lucha Dragons would be nice. Would you mark for that? Yeah. I'd mark for Lucha Dragons. Come out of your chair. Come Jump out of uh, Lodge 6. I'd Lodge 4. Lodge 4. I'd sorry. jump. I'd jump. Mark. Now, I don't know Just for Kalista, though. Just for Kalista. Not for Sinkara, yeah. No. I don't know if I'd break a window over it. Eh, you know what? I might. I, I might. I might. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what mood I'm in once the show is over. So I got Usos? I got, I got Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons. I'm high on Kalista right now. So. Very high on the Same here. Not the next Rey Mysterio. The first, first, first Kalista. First Kalista. Exactly. After that, we have... Um, the final three matches that I actually care about. Not the main event, but you know what I mean. Um, we have for the Intercontinental Championship, Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. The match would be pretty good. Their match at Survivor Series was very good. But I've got Kevin Owens. We have no reason to believe Kevin why Ambrose Owens. should win. Kevin Owens. Easy. After that, the Wyatt Family versus the ECW Originals, the Dudley Boys, and uh, Tommy Dreamer and Rhino in a triple threat. Sorry, triple threat. Uh, <sighs> tables elimination match. I'm thinking of the tag team title match. What do you got? Why it's they have to win? Yeah, 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 yeah. All I care about, well, from the Y or for Team Extreme, I want to see, I want to see Roman get scored through a table. Someone will definitely get three D too. I don't know who it'd be. Probably Luke Harper. Yeah. Because they're not gonna have. Well, they shouldn't have Bray or Strowman. Who do you think is gonna think Wyatt family is gonna win? Yes. So who do you think will be the last men standing? Bray and Strowman. I agree. I agree. Like, I think Harper's better than it, but I think he's going to have to eat one of the tables, though. Probably. He's going to eat wood. He's going to eat wood. Luke Harper's eating wood. He's eating... Jim Ross, is that you on commentary? What are you doing here? I thought you left. I just came here to If call. anything, if he's going to get out, he should put, like, Rhino or Tommy Jr. through a table. Powerbomb through a table or something. That For Harper, at least. Oh, okay, okay. For our, I, was like, I don't care if he eats wood, but I think he needs to... He's better than what his role is now. I think he's better in the Wyatt family than he was by himself. Yes. But his role in the Wyatt family isn't as good as it was by himself. With Strowman around, he is is the focus he's of not, the followers. He's just the Rowan. Oh, Ro- I'm, I'm talking about Harper. Yeah, so. I'm like, he, I meant like he's just like Rowan. Oh, like yeah. He's just another guy. He's equal, yeah. He's not. He's another guy who deserves to be better utilized. I... You know? I was thinking, well, he's in the Wyatt family, though. You can so. put 20 people on the list. You took the top five. There's a lot of people. I was going to put list. anyone that's been around for a while. So, like, yeah. Ziggler, I want to throw in with, like, Cesaro. True, true, true. I want to put, like, younger people that are, like, they haven't been in the company. They deserve a Luke shot. Luke Harper could have been on there, though. Too fresh. You're still fresh. There's a shot. There's yeah. still hope. Luke Harper, he has a shot. I think they kind of. They should have broke the Wyatt. They should have had a tag team title run, too, but it's another rat for another day, people. Maybe they will at some point. Should be Harper and Strowman, though. That'd be good. That'd be good. At least, eh, Strowman's not terrible. Strowman's not terrible. He's just big, and he hasn't yeah. had any And experience. he's limited in the Wyatt family. I mean, in terms of they can make up for what his weaknesses are. So it's perfect. It's the perfect. What else would you it's do with like him? the Big Show's a perfect worker. Oh, God, no. Exactly. So, like, people are cutting this guy slack. He hasn't been around for a while. He's not working. They're a tag team. Have Harper do all the dirty work, and then have Strowman come in and do his little move, and that's yeah. all you need. Maybe a couple of big boots and... He's not wrestling singles matches every... I know he beat Tommy Dreamer last night, but the match lasted two minutes. It wasn't... The match shouldn't have happened to begin with, but they should have done it, like, next week. But he, he's protected him being a part of the Wyatt family. I think he's good where he is. He's got an amazing look. Yeah. You know, your, your roommate is just amazed by Braun Strowman. <laughs> he's amazed by anybody, so... Murph, well, he, he 
He's a big Braun Strowman fan. He loves the black sheep. Loves the black sheep. Would you get a black sheep? No, probably not, right? No. Black sheep mask? Nah. The look does matter, like you said. You can't have a bad look if people are like... Roman Reigns has the perfect look. Yeah, he looks like a superstar. They just... Shove him down my throat. Shove him down my throat, exactly. Like Stop Reigns. doing WWE. Don't like me and shove down my throat. <laughs> Could not agree more. But I like what you said earlier, though. Good feud. It's been good. I like the surprises of Dreamer coming back and Rhino. Pretty unexpected for the most part. Matches have been good. You know what? I care. Who's going to win? Oh, easily Wyatt Family. What if the Wyatt Family lost? All, the, all of them got eliminated tables. No shenanigans either, like Bray Wyatt walked out or anything. Bray Get White the shovels! <laughs> That's what it would be. I mean, I love me some Dudley boys. And they're not being buried, people. They're not burying people. They're the, putting people over. They're, putting, they're in their 40s. They have to be putting people over. I'm not complaining if they got a tag team title run, but they're exactly where they need to be. Where is this notion that they're getting buried right now? What else would they be doing? They're not on superstars every week, people. They're on Raw every single week. They're winning for the most part. And they're involved in notable feuds. They feuded with the New Day. They feuded with the Wyatt family. What else do you want them to do? You know, they're People over. want them to win and win all. And I guarantee... Then they complain about how, why the New Day and all them aren't over. Oh, the New Day or the, the Dudley boys are so old. Why are they burying young... Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Give me a fucking break, people. I know I swore, but we're past the hour mark, so I feel like that's okay. <laughs> all the little kitties got put to bed. But, yeah, I got um, I got the Wyatt family. Should be a good match. like the feud. Yep. And I'll be going crazy when I hear Rhino's music and Tommy Dreamers. I'm going to hear... Just going now. When the fireworks go off, love the pyro. He's going to eat wood. Strowman's going to eat wood. Strowman's going to eat wood. Can't wait for that. JR's got to be sitting right next to me when yep. that match happens. And then we get to the main event. Sheamus and Roman Reigns in a TLC match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. RJ? Reigns. Really? Save me the pain. Save me the pain. I want to say... I want to Save sa me the pain. And here comes the pain. What? Save me the rain. Here comes the pain. Ooh, I thought it'd be the other way around. Here comes the pain. It's for Brock Lesnar. I think Lesnar's getting involved. In this match? And he's going to get beat up Sheamus instead. In this match? Yep. Because he wants to get out Reigns. Uh-oh. I got Sheamus going over here, but I got Lesnar, Sheamus, and Rumble. That I feel like that could be good. If there's any one Sheamus match I want to see right now, it's Lesnar, Sheamus. I'd rather see Reigns and Lesnar again. WrestleMania or just Royal Rumble? I'd be up for that too. I just want to see Sheamus, Lesnar because it's something new. And then he can win the belt. And then if Reigns wins the Rumble, we won't go there. Um, but I would love to see Ambrose win it or Lesnar win it or whoever. That's what you do. Go ahead. You have Reigns win. Wait, wait, one second. This is RJ's two cents, people. Two cents. Reigns wins at TLC with help from Lesnar. See? And then Royal Rumble, you have Lesnar and Reigns. Okay. Heyman turns on Lesnar, joins Reigns. Later in the night, Lesnar joins the Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble. So at WrestleMania, you have heel Reigns with Heyman versus Lesnar for the title. And Reigns beats him. Beats him clean at WrestleMania 32. One, two, three. Lesnar? I'm sorry. Lesnar or Reigns? Reigns beats Lesnar. One, two, three. You know what? I wouldn't be opposed to that, and that's what I thought was going to happen heel. last year. The new big heel. That's what should have happened this past year. They dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. Well, I mean, it ended up working out. It ended, well, yeah, but I just think they should have turned Reigns. There was any time to turn, and that would have been bad. That I said the same if anything, the just survivors. plant the seat. Like, have Heyman interfere, and Rollins still come out and cash in. Yeah. Lesnar's at a point where he doesn't need a mouthpiece anymore. He doesn't care if he loses. No, he doesn't. And he Cena. hasn't been pinned since Unlike WrestleMania Cena. 29. What? Unlike Cena. Yeah, exactly. But I think that'd be sick. I'm going with a better outcome than Sheamus winning. Now I got Sheamus, but I like that outcome too. That's some wishful thinking, my friend. Wishful thinking. But I would love to see it. I got the Celtic Warrior going over. 
You got the big dog. Mm-hmm. And that's it. TLC prediction for Sunday. Overall expectation for the pay-PV. The build hasn't been good, but I hope it's a good show. Build has been lousy. Like I said, if the in-ring action's good, that's all I care about. Yeah. And we got maybe a few surprises here and there. Maybe a new champion crown. SummerSlam was great. Got a new U.S. champion. Got a great main event. Got two great main events. New tag team champions crown. Um, appearance from Jon Stewart. Return of McFoley. Very good show. Yeah. Very good show. Sunday, I don't know if it will come close to SummerSlam. Just I don't the whole... think it will, but like I said, if the in-ring action's there, that's all I care about. Yeah. I mean, the experience will be there for us, but yeah. in terms of a show, regardless of whether we're there or not, the in-ring action should be really good. Like, yeah. the build has been terrible, but Reigns and Sheamus, even, with a TLC environment, could be decent. Yeah. Could be decent. Should be riddled with interference, but... Absolutely. I mean, where was the League of Nations at the end of Raw last night? To help Sheamus. Sheamus ate wood, but there's no League of Nations. It's not like Barrett was doing anything last night that he couldn't come not out. Not like they got injured, exactly. It's not like Reigns took them out methodically throughout the night. They haven't done that either. They should. Just, they should, yeah. So or is it like just have Sheamus take him out? It's a simple, effective booking style. The guy, when I, you know, I gotta have him on the show next week. The guy from the AC, he was telling me last week that he would have, he, he gets taken out by League of Nations, okay, taken off TV for a couple weeks before he comes back and systematically eliminates each member of the League of Nations. I know this goes back against what I was saying before about League of Nations is all about Reigns just toppling them, in which by this point, that should be the only purpose because they're a weak stable anyway. I like the chemistry, but they're not strong at all. Reigns. It's taken off TV each week. A member of the League of Nations gets taken out by this quote-unquote mysterious figure. Reigns comes back at the Rumble. New look, new music, new still a badass, but just a completely new motivated Roman Reigns and wants to r- win the Rumble so we can go on to WrestleMania to win back that championship that he never should have lost. Like, that would be a good story. But you know they're not going to do that, so I'm not going to hope for it. But um, should be a good show, though. Yep. Excited? Yep. Gonna buy my, uh, probably gonna buy a TLC memorabilia shirt. I was at TLC 2015. The worst show of the I hope there. I hope not, but we'll see. It'll be hard to lose the Survivor Series. Survivor Series was pretty, pretty bad. It was bad. Very bad. Very um, bad. Any overall? Again, any I hope overall? it's a good show. That's all I'm hoping for. Being there live, it's it's not like it could be really bad, but. No, yeah. I've never been to a bad WWE show. Me neither. Live or, yeah. Live event, raw, pay-per-view, whatever. I've never been to a bad WWE show. Just being there live is always great regardless. Yeah. You know, we're always going to enjoy ourselves. So, like I said, people, if you're going to be in the Boston area for TLC on Sunday, we're going to be arriving around 6.30 or so. Yep. We're going to be in the merch stand. Yep. Get some merch. Get some, maybe get some food. I know it's overpriced. It's all hell in the TD Garden. But can't wait for TLC. Got the poster sitting right there. And I think that's about it. I'm trying to think of other things that are going on. we got Breaking Ground coming up. And like I said earlier, folks, make sure to vote in the 2015 WWE NXT Year Interview Awards. We're going over the results of those in just two more weeks with John Knapp on the June, or rather December 29th episode, the final episode of the year. And um, I think that's about it. Winners and losers haven't done yet. Oh, do it. Do it quickly. I have to get it out. Winners and NXT was VOD villains. Oh, easily. But at least they're doing something with them, you know? And then my losers are all the same from last week. Uh, I think the top of my head. Ziggler, Breeze, Miz, Naomi, and Neville. For the losers? Yeah, they're all losers. Are you pulling up the winners right now? Yeah, and the winners were Uso, Swagger, Lucha Dragons, Reigns, and Kevin Owens. It's not bad. It's not bad. And Gable and Jordan from NXT. Ready, Willing, and Gable? Yep. Always. Always. What if they debuted on Sunday? I'd freak out. What And Enzo and Cass. What about them? I don't want to care. I'd still freak out for Enzo and Cass. I'd still yeah. freak out. Um, speaking of which, next week's show, do not know if we're doing it live here on ECTV backslash whatever. I don't know if we're doing it live here on the website. Um, we might be doing it on Wednesday. 
after TakeOver. So no TakeOver predictions. There might be an article about that from, from RJ on yeah. the website. Be sure to check it out. And uh, we might do it after at Words, and the show might be up on Wednesday night or something with a live review of or a post-review of uh, TakeOver London. Yeah. Should be good. So yeah. any more thoughts before we go off the air? Cheap plugs? NextEraWrestling.net for my uh, articles. And uh, besides that, at RJ underscore Marcel on the Twitter. Should be exciting. Looking forward to Sunday, people. Check it out. I'm on at WrestleRant on the Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com backslash Graham.Jason.Matthews, YouTube, same thing. Vine, same thing. Tout. Snapchat. Snapchat, Periscope, AIM, Gmail. Everything. All the same thing. All the same thing. Check it out, people. We'll be back next week with a live review of TLC. Until then, guys, have a great week. For RJ Marceau, I'm Graham Jason Matthews, and we'll catch you folks down the road.